Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat Smith, the QB of E. And with me, as usual, I have the Norwegian Vagard on the other end of the, the Norwegian, I guess it's the Norwegian is skyline. The Norwegian is a present. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm really well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to lately? What have I been up to? Uh, well, loads of stuff, but I think the most notable um, notable I've been up to it has to do with a phone call I received the other night. From the Queen? Uh, no, unfortunately, it was uh, not the Queen. Uh, it was uh, so. It was about ten thirty, I think, in the evening, and I get a call from the marina where I had my boat. I don't know if I said this in the podcast, but I oh. saw the boat. Recently. We didn't even know you had one, to be honest. Oh right, okay. So we had a sailboat. It's it's uh, it's uh, been in the family. It's been you know been the family boat for ages. It's my dad's boat. So we decided to sell it a while back because we we are not really using it that much. And my dad got uh, prostate cancer and stuff, so we really figured. Oh, out. Yeah. He he's he's all right now uh, and he's well again. Okay. But you know times change, and we decided to sell it anyway. So they called from the marina and said, uh, 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 "Are you is the is the, is the, uh, the boat in uh, there and there? Is that yours?" And we said, "No, that we 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 sold it. Uh, why? Well, it's sinking." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that was quite a shock. So we gave them the number to the it's new owner. Something you don't want for a boat to happen. No, really, it's, no longer it's, a boat, it's a submarine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, uh, actually, we 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 find that really sad. To be honest, we he, we sold it just a month ago, and now a month later, it's it's it. Luckily, it didn't sink, but it took in so much water that I think that you know. I don't know what will happen to it. I haven't talked to the new owner, so I don't really know what happened. I just called the marina just oh, to check shame. the day after, just that they had been able to save it and empty it and figure out what caused the leak. But that was, uh, yeah, we spent so much time. We had it since 91. That's almost But see, that's years. the thing is that you no longer own it, so it should be no longer an issue because it is just a thing. And I know you have this yeah. emotional attachment to it, yeah. but it is just a thing. It's, yeah, oh. you know, it's just all the... Um, I grew, basically grew up in that boat, so it's all the emotional oh. connection, as you say, and just knowing that all that hard work was spent and stuff like that, and then suddenly, you know, you've sold it, and you, you know, and then... Yeah, yeah. but you chose to sold, sell it, oh, yeah. so therefore, uh, no longer know. should yeah. bother you, and I, I get it, no, it I get shouldn't it, bother me. I know, and, and humans are all hung up on emotion, yeah. aren't we, as humans? Yeah. Yeah. It's just that I find it really sad. I'm not worried about it. I think they will figure it out. It's not that, but I'll be really much. But we'll probably check out what exactly happened just so I can get some closure. But but it was really sad anyway. So so yeah, that's what's been happening in my life. Okay, good. Well, that's that's quite eventful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we have got a new addition to our family. No. Yes. Cut. You didn't tell me you were pregnant. I know, and I wasn't even showing. How good was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a small black, black, uh, not so fluffy uh, puppy. Good little puppy. 
we got a puppy, uh, a rescue dog who um, who needed a home because he was just being dumped in the desert. And uh, we've been talking to the mini QBV for a very long time about she really wanted a dog. She's wanted a dog forever. Uh, and we said to her she could have a dog if we moved into a house with a big garden, which we did, you know, six months ago. Uh, and she was having a conversation with Mr. QBV in the car on the way to school recently. And he was saying something about um, keeping promises. And, you know, you, you keep, need to keep your promises about, you know, that you've said you'll do your homework for mummy without arguing with her. And you promise that you'll wake up and get dressed as soon as whatever. And she turned around to him. Oh, and said, God, well, you're so gullible. Oh, well. <laughs> and you think she will stick to that? No, the dog's there. Yeah, of course you will. No, we don't think she was doing that, but you always have to talk about promises. <laughs> and she turned to him and said, well, the deal was that we, we got a big garden and a house on our own, and I was old enough, which is, you know, now that I would get a dog. And she said, do you see a dog in our garden right now? Mm, oh, oh, oh. So go. well. Yeah, you're actually absolutely right. So when we were away traveling, um, I had a look um, at a charity site, a charity group of animal rescuers. And I I wrote to them and I said, look, this is who we are. This is what we have. We've also got two rescue cats. Could you please let us know if you have a dog that would fit into our family, would, you know, that would fit us and then we'd be the perfect fit for it. Um, and they came back and said, we've got this little puppy who um, has just been dumped uh, at our shelter and oh well, you know this is actually quite an it's not as bad a story as others but um apparently the car drove up someone drove up and in the boot of the car was a box and this puppy was in the box and it had was all taped up and it like a cardboard box i think it just had a few air holes in it um in the boot of a car and just got out and said does anyone want a dog and just dumped it so fortunately they were there someone was there to open the box and let him out and he was not too too so, traumatized by his ride in the car, but um, yes, so we seem to. What breed is this? You haven't told us yet. Well, he is. They advertised him as a desert special breed. <laughs> He's a mix, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what he is, but it also means what 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 tends to happen is that there's um a, a fabulous dog called the Saluki. The Saluki is uh, related to greyhounds, and the Saluki is one of the oldest breeds in the world. They can yeah. date their DNA back about five thousand years. So it's a um, skinny dog. And they are, they're tall, quite tall dogs. They're very long and lean. They have very long faces, um, long bodies, and they're, they're bred for racing. So they race and chase animals. Yeah. And um, yeah, so like a greyhound pretty much. Sounds like the perfect uh, dog for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Long and lean and gorgeous, uh, elegant uh, looking. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, is that what you tell the, them? <laughs> I have to tell them because I don't notice. <laughs> uh, so these dogs um, are desert dogs, really. And unfortunately, people do dump them in the desert and they dump other dogs in the desert as well. And obviously, they mix breed and all sorts. But this little boy looks like he's quite not a purebred Saluki, but he's pretty close. He almost looks like he's got a little Labrador in him as well. So okay. he's got that dopey Labrador look. Um, so that's what's happening in our house. So it's a bit of a turmoil because we are, we will need to make sure that the cats are separated from the dog and introduced slowly, um, bit by bit, so that 
dog doesn't terrify the cats or chase them because obviously he's a kind of a greyhound, so they chase small fluffy things once yeah. they start running. So probably not the best choice. <laughs> but, I did the yeah. same thing, didn't I? But he's young, so we can train him. Yeah. And he already you know, he sits on command, which is great. He's only three months old, so he sits on command and he lies on command. So I think he's quite clever. I think he'll yeah, do so okay. This is going brilliant. Yeah, this is going really well. So is he still <laughs> peeping and pooping inside? No, he does. Uh, he gets ex- if he gets excited, he does do a little wee. Okay. Yeah, we all do. We all do. <laughs> we all do. Anybody, <laughs> anyone sees me, they get excited and wee on the floor. Uh, but no, he's he's trained to go out in the garden. So yeah, speaking of being uh, and getting excited, I, ha- I have a friend. She had she had a cat, <laughs> and that cat uh, went and weed on all the electrical outlets and got this sting, and. And really got triggered by it, so she went around all the time and weeds on the electrical on the sockets and stuff to get that zzzt. Really strange. Really strange. Yeah. Weirdest thing ever. So she had to get rid of the cat because... Because he had you know, a connection through the urine up his dick and then... I'm, I'm not sure. I, I was a, it, was a, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a male. It wasn't, it wasn't a male a cat. Oh, it was worse. Yeah. She got up a bum. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Well, you have strange people in your life, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, there's no stranger than our fetishes, is it? No, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so on that note, I don't even have a very good segue into this uh, into this link, but I wanted to talk about. Well, what about... you do is that you say, "Oh, by the way." <laughs> oh, by the way. Let's talk about being selfish. Um. Yeah, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to mention something that I was reminded of just recently at a meeting, and that's about being selfish. And by that, I mean being selfish about you and your business and how you should be um, pushing you, having your business in your forefront of your mind all the time. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But pushing yourself forward, the only way that you can do that is actually spending the first hour or two of your day doing the things that are the priority in your business that will make you money. So if you talk, think about top 20% of activities you do that make you money, make sure you do those things first every single day so that you don't get distracted by something else that comes along and get bogged down in the day-to-day stuff that takes up your time. And one of the one of the, um, the the reason I thought this was quite profound was because that's something I haven't been doing myself. But also when I talk to people about what then one of the biggest challenges is, is is finding time to do everything. Um, and you get sort of stuck in what you're doing and you do the day-to-day activities and you're always scrabbling around thinking, I must do this or I must do that and I know what I need to do for my business or I, I know what I should be doing for my business but I don't get time to do it. You know, I can't fit it all in my day. But if you turn the tables on it and say, okay, well, I know that's what I need to do for my business. I'm just going to focus on that for the first two hours of the day, every day, then you'll get it done and um, yeah. I think it's Dan Kennedy who says, doing is not done, thinking about doing is not done, only yeah. done is done, it's and true. only done makes you the money. Yeah. Boy, Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I'm not, I don't think I'm wired that way, because in the morning I can't really, well I can do some stuff, but I have to start easy. 
So what I tend to do is <laughs> what I tend to do, to yeah, I tend to do what I'm not supposed to do. So I check my emails and I do <laughs> some small bits and bobs. Because what I've found is that if I start directly on what I should be doing, I don't really get anything done until I've kind of warmed up and that will take an hour or two anyway. So uh, that's how I work. But I mean, pe people are different. Well, the point you, is that you, you want to take, yeah, you want to take a yeah. prioritize yourself. That's what you're saying. Being so Exactly. Yeah. I think, but also if you, if you make it a habit. So when you're doing things like this, you need to do it regularly and consistently. Yeah. And if you say, okay, you know, unlike you, you're going to check your emails. So if I check my emails, I just end up in a pit of, you know, a, a wormhole going through all sorts of other stuff. And then I check Facebook and I check some other stuff. And I just, by the, you know, two hours has gone by and haven't actually done anything really productive. Mm. Um, so I know that if I do that, that's that's how it's going to operate for me. I'm just not going to get things done. But if I do my exercise in the morning and I sit down, I do the one thing. So this morning I wrote my newsletter. Um, and tomorrow my schedule for the first thing today is to record my uh, webinar. Then I know that that's done and I can just get on with the rest of the things and I can spend time looking at yeah. Facebook and doing all that stuff. Um, but what, I, what I'm trying to say is that you do need to schedule the time out and be selfish and say, this is my business. So even if you it meant cancelling a client um, so that you can get more clients in the door or do more with other clients, then do that. Just don't think that you have to pander to everybody else. You don't have to pander to your staff. You don't have to. I know what it's like when you have a salon and you get that, text first thing in the morning saying, I can't make it into yeah, it today. I'm, I'm sick today. Yeah. Oh. Sick. And then you think, oh, shit, I'm going to have to reschedule a whole column of, uh, of clients. How is that going to happen? You know, and you get yourself into panic mode. But if you can palm that off, well, you know, that's great. But you need to be thinking all the time about making sure the business is going to go forward, not just operating on a day-to-day -day basis. I had, yeah, I had that situation a few years back in my other business where, where I was really vulnerable to that kind of stuff. So what I did over time, and it, it hasn't been easy, but I've always made sure to duplicate roles or at least overlap roles. So that means yeah. that if something like that happens, someone calls in sick, I wouldn't have to step in and do their job. Someone else would have the responsibility to take over their job or solve it or do whatever is necessary. So, for instance, if uh, if one guy comes in, uh, calls in sick, and and he's got the day scheduled with appointments, and he's supposed to be here and there, then one of the other guys doing the same job basically has the responsibility to call and cancel or reschedule or take over the job, depending on how the day uh, looks. Um, and uh, but it can be difficult getting that anyway. Yeah, it can be very difficult. And I know um, what what I did in the salon was I'd made sure that exactly that would, I'd hand that responsibility over to the receptionist and say, okay, yeah. and I'd text her and say, since such a sick, can you go in and reschedule yeah. everybody else, see if you can call every client, fit them in with somebody else if they would allow it or reschedule for another time. Um, so I didn't have to do that myself. I knew, knew it would be done. Um, and I could still focus on my business and doing other things. Um, it just means that you're not taking responsibility for everything that goes on wrong in the salon um, and that you've got someone else to do that for you. But so you you need to be, I, I keep saying you need to be, if you want this to happen, yeah. prioritise basically. What we're saying, I think, is that if you 
are in some place uh, where you, if you are in a place where you want to change something or you're not happy with the situation you're in at the moment, you need to do you need to do certain things to change it because things rarely change by themselves. It can happen, but it rarely does. So, <laughs> Can happen. Unfortunately, things will not change unless you make the changes. They won't. You that's action. sad. So yeah. that's and why Kat and I always say that you need to do this and you need to do that. But we realise that's really boring, so we are trying to stop saying it and instead focusing on, you know, what you want to achieve. So um, anyway, yeah, um, that's it. Well, that's it really. Um, it's very short and sweet, but you just you just have to think about being selfish. Make it work yeah, for you. It's your business. Now. Yeah, I am very. And people tell me so, but I don't care. Oh, I've never seen you selfish, have I? I am. Well, I'm. I'm very kind and I'm very generous, but with my time, I am very selfish. Are you? I have structured my time and so that I do what I want to need to do in the mornings, and then I will spend the time with mini QBV in the afternoons. Yeah. And that's how it so works. So you don't have any clients hanging. You know, calling you up and demanding you do something for them. No, no. Can you? Oh, they have I scheduled time. They, they, they book into my calendar at the time that I allow it. That's the uh, one of the reasons I started changing that other company. Uh, I've done loads of stuff in that company. Uh, one of the things we did a few years back when, when we started out. That's actually that's fifteen years ago. Uh, when we started out, yeah, uh, we uh, we started out doing programming, and I remember in the beginning we, we, when we were dependent on clients. I had particularly one client who called me uh, whenever he felt like it, whenever he had an idea or epiphany or brain fart. He he, <laughs> he thought that well, let's call just him. call him and, and give him yeah. whatever opinion, and you know. And I did, I took the phone, I remember one day I was really ill, I had a fever, I think I was, oh. throwing, up. Yeah, I think I was throwing up as well. Nice. And still, I took the phone, and I remember I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it, I'll, I'll sort it, and I pretended I was well and that everything was, was fine. And instead of just saying, sorry mate, I'm, I'm sick today, I'll, I'll check it tomorrow just do it yourself yeah. Yeah, yeah because you, you you know you do want to help and you're afraid of that of losing that client just because you know so you try to do your best yeah. but it's not the thing to remember is that is that in your best long-term self-interest to have it like that because if you do that the one client you probably do, it you do every it client all. and then you have yeah. people walking over you all the time and and is that what you is that what you started in business well that's not why i started in business so that's why I figured I had to change it. That's why I took on staff. That's why I structured my business in the way I did. That's why I state for, you know, my I, I, I state my rules uh, very clearly to new clients about what kind of behavior we expect. For instance, that we expect if we need them to do something, we expect them to actually do it. And you've got the same in your salon. If you dye someone's hair, you expect them to use the right kind of shampoo until they see you next time. Because if they don't, they can ruin the whole thing. And they will probably yeah, blame so you. Yeah, so you set expectations yeah. at the start. You set expectations. Yeah. Whether they want to hear it or not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter because you only, you know, work with clients that want to do, that do things your way and respect your, your, um, yeah, proficiency. Definitely. And on that happy note. Yeah. I think that's where we'll leave it. We only got a happy note. Yeah, <laughs> we have very happy endings. Always we always happy have a happy ending. Yeah. 
Excellent. So what shall they do next, Vigard? What is What should they well, do next? What we should, uh, well, what you should do is that, first of all, we need you to, we need you, well, we don't need you, but we would like you to go to iTunes and rate and review us. And the reason that is important is not to stroke our egos, even though that's, a, you know, nice. That's it's fun. more important because it helps people all around the world find the podcast. So if just, just leave a review, um, it doesn't have to be, you know, you could give us a five-star review or one-star review. It doesn't matter. Just reviews. And, and unlike uh, regards what... ex-boat, we all rise together. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> we don't <laughs> sink our own. No, 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 no. Excellent. And once you've yeah, done so that... reviewers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and once you've done that, you could go to thegreatyoursilentfaster.com and you will find a link there which says private podcast. And... The private podcast is basically the same thing we do here. It's just that we talk about you and your business. So if you have anything uh, that's bothering you, if you are in a place now where you're not quite, you know, comfortable and you would like to change it, I found when I started out that I, I did now I knew I needed and wanted change. I just didn't know how to do it. So what you could do is that you could book a private podcast uh, session and uh, have Kat and me talk you through the things that you need help with. So it's really uh good thing if you're stuck for instance or just awesome. want to change or just want to chat a little chat cup of tea a little biscuit excellent cool okay so yep. we will see you next time on the grace cool. Ellen fast show take care okay. and keep doing stuff you've been listening to the grow your salon fast show with cat and vagard share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.